Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is sex, part three. <laughs> Toi. Un, deux, trois. Just when you thought we'd stop talking about it. We have more nonsense. <laughs> so I did like a jingle the first few times. I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> Let's talk about dicks, baby. No. Let's talk about dicks with Brie. <laughs> oh, my God. that That's good, actually. Yeah, thank you. I love that. Let's talk Our about first single. All the small dicks with Brie. And Bri. the big dicks. Dicks with Brie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I am incorporated in that like it's, it's not dicks with, with you. Bri. <laughs> Our new segment we're here to announce. Dicks with Brie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm not a stranger to penises. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I say that, I think that's actually important to say because I think there's not enough um, queer women out there, specifically lesbians, that say that they have in, been in contact with penises. Yeah, I've shook a few. <laughs> yeah, I have shook a few. Yeah. But it's, yeah, because I don't think um, there's anything to be ashamed of. And there's this whole rhetoric too. Um, I mean, there is, is there's yeah. something to be ashamed of about touching a dick, but that has nothing to do with being gay. You know, like Absolutely. you should be ashamed if you touch a dick, but like of not course. if you're a queer woman. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just it is speaking sinful, to the though. whole. Uh, <laughs> are you married? Yeah. No. Mm, oh. Be ashamed. Yeah. Be ashamed. Uh, yeah, but speaking to the whole gold star thing, which I just oh I couldn't roll my eyes harder whenever I hear stuff about that. Right. And um, also. So it's transphobic. So this whole like lesbian community vibe of like, like shaming women when they've in any way been in a room with a penis. I'm over it. Like in a room while it's like, um, sheathed. Is yes. that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> like a sword? Like a sword. <laughs> yeah. When it's unveiled. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard about the fact that boys, this is just, okay. This is just a, <laughs> This is like one of those stereotypical old school things that I actually agree with. Boys make sounds better than girls, like sound effects. Oh, absolutely. Like the fact that I just went, yeah. And you actually went, like I can't even do it. But any, like any sound, like sound like that, I don't know if it's because when you're growing up, like boys play and make those sounds yeah. more. Like that's more with I the games that. that they like were given as a kid. But I cannot make like, like I'm like, pew, pew. Like, oh, no, I can't do sad. it. Yeah. Star Wars, where? <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that sword sound was good. I like how you, thank you. you. Um, I like how you would say like that's like a like an old wives' tale. Oh, it's a it's just common knowledge that you know girls just can't make sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sometimes. I love how cautious we are about respecting everyone on this podcast, but sometimes I hate it. The fact that I have to give a statement before talking about sounds. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that I have to be like, I know this is stereotypical. I'm probably problematic, and everyone listening is like waiting for me yeah. to drop the bomb. And I'm like, but girls can't make sword sounds. Yeah. <laughs> they can't. It's just, it's just science. <laughs> and honestly, I'm canceled tomorrow. Yeah. When this comes out, like, she's canceled. Literally. Did you hear what Bree said about sword sounds and women? Fucking. Fucking sexist. Absolutely. Misogynistic. <laughs> check, check, Probably check. racist, too, honestly. honestly. <laughs> Homophobic. All the above. So sex. Classic Bree. <laughs> so swords. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like swords is a pretty good segue into... Mm-hmm. 
into yeah. sex. So, um, crossing swords, if you will. Absolutely. Sword fights. Yeah. Um, sword swallowing, mm. you know? Oh, yes. Good old magic <laughs> yeah. trick. What is that? Um, I wanted, I mean, we've talked about sex quite a, a bit on this, on this little potty over <laughs> People here. People are done. They're like, please stop. Yeah. But we're going to keep going. It does uh, get the most clicks. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I... we all know you want to hear about my butthole. <laughs> so keep on clicking. <laughs> and that's why next episode is just called Sean's, Sean's Butthole. butthole. Yeah. <laughs> A fan requested topic. <laughs> Um, but we've talked about uh, a lot of aspects of sex. But one of the things that I feel like we haven't tackled is, like, misconceptions right. of sex. Okay. So I think that's kind of the general direction that we're going to head. Okay, so when Sean brought this up, I was like, I want to do sex part three, but I, as you all know, don't have a very good memory of what I've spoken about before, which yeah. is probably why I repeat myself and make the same jokes all the time. Um. But I was like, so what, how is this different? Like, what should I focus on? And he was like, you know, like things that you thought before when you were like new to sex or whatever that you thought were important or you thought about sex that you like were proven wrong. And the first thing that came to my mind was the fact that I was I was so fixated on this when I was a teenager. I thought like my nipples had to be hard, had to be like rock hard for my boobs to look good. Right. So much so. This is so embarrassing. Oh no. Did you like ice or something? Yeah. (gasps) Like I would literally, I was like, I remember when I was like starting to at any point have my shirt off around other human beings. Um, I remember sexually just out, (laughs) chits out. Just, you know, walking down the street. I always brought my ice cube. (laughs) No, but I, I would think about that. Like, the lights had to be off or my nipples had to be hard. Like, I was so <laughs> self-conscious about my nipples. I feel like you haven't so had a breeze fucking... quote in a while because you haven't talked about, like, a stupid book that you've read. But I feel like that the lights it. had to be off or my nipples had to be hard is, like, a da 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 breeze quote. I would agree. I think you need shirts that say that. How much would we have to pay Sean for him to get that tattooed in Latin and like haven't you guys heard of the ancient proverb (laughs) no but i think okay i don't want to focus too much on the specific fact that we're talking about your nipples thinking this about nipples but the reason i brought that up is because it's kind of like how I cared so much when I was younger about body hair. Yeah. Because I used to get made fun of, like, having dark arm hair and stuff. I think it's getting better, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Like, teenagers these days, the fact that they see people on Instagram, like... With soft nipples. With soft nipples. (laughs) Like, God bless. The representation. The representation of soft nipples these days. Incredible. So good. (laughs) But I remember... Like, caring so much about little things like that. And there was a bunch of them, not just the nipples. And overthinking every part of it. Yeah. And it's crazy to me now, especially a woman who loves to have sex with women. When I see a woman, I'm just so excited that she wants to be naked in front of me. Oh, my God. That's the thing. I feel like you really... I think that kind of, like, transcends all... 
Yes. Like, misconceptions with sex. Exactly. Like, I feel like, like, there's so many things, like, dick size, mm-hmm. body hair, mm-hmm. softer hard nips. <laughs> the biggest one yeah. of them all. <laughs> and all of them come back to, like... You literally don't yeah. think about that because a human is taking their clothes off for you. <laughs> yes. And it's it's crazy once you get that. And I think almost before I had sex with women, I didn't, I wasn't able to reflect on that because I think a lot of times, unfortunately, especially when I was younger growing up, guys would talk about how, oh, it's gross. She had hair on her vagina right. or, oh, it's gross. Like she has, she didn't shave her legs before the school dance yeah. or like, you know, whatever. And they were always like, so call it cause they learned everything from porn or whatever you want to call it. Or they were just like shitty and misogynistic, but they were so like specific on those types of things. And I'm sure, I mean, these guys were in their teens. Like, like they, they weren't they, fucking they having sex either. Like, they, yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? And if they were, they were, like, so excited. They weren't thinking about that. They are just trying yeah. to sound cool. So it wasn't until I started having sex with women and I realized that, like, I never thought about those things. Yeah. And I was just so fucking wowed that someone was wanting to be vulnerable enough and, like, felt sexy enough and confident enough and, like, trusted me enough to be in my presence naked and, like, allow me to touch them in some way that I was like, holy fuck, you are a goddess. And it had nothing to do with how they looked or if they had shaven or... If they even if, fucking had nipples. You don't... If, <laughs> their nipples were always soft yeah. and I didn't care. It was warm in the room. It's nicer Absolutely. when it's warm. Absolutely, it was summer. <laughs> <laughs> but, so once I had that reflection i was like it's so crazy to me that i cared so much about these little things and it was always coming from a place of like oh i need to be hot for this other person yeah. and i and that's the only way they're gonna like me i love how you feel you like feel that that um that like guilt or like feeling that you need to be hot for someone yeah. but like the act of <laughs> having sex with somebody is hot inherently yeah and if you are Having sex with someone who cares about that, those little things, or is making you feel unsexy because of them, then you are having sex with the, the wrong, wrong person. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God, yeah. get out of there. Yeah. Because I cannot think of anything more immature or selfish or just like the fact that someone could be in the presence of another human being. And I'm not just talking about like making love sex. I'm talking about even when you're just fucking somebody. Yeah. The fact that you have that trust factor and you're in a space with someone where you're like sharing that, even if it's just like raunchy and a one night stand, it if you're thinking about anything like small like that, like, oh, their their fucking armpits aren't shaved or whatever the hell, or they oh, when they bent over that way, they've got a roll on their stomach. Yeah. Then like Me. what is wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with that person. Oh, absolutely. It's all on you. Also, get your fucking priorities in check. Yeah, like. exactly. So I think once I was like once I and also once I saw like women's bodies and it was like having sex with someone, whether it was in a deep connection or a one night stand. It was like the sexiest thing to me was when they were like, I don't know, like, I don't mean bent over, like bent over. I mean, like, just like when they were like, you know, arching and like they had roles and they didn't care and they felt fucking hot and sexy. Yeah. And it was almost like I could see myself in the mirror because I'm like, oh, man, here's a woman who doesn't care. Like, she's not sitting up straight and not like, actually, wor- like, core, like, you know, <laughs> worrying about her own pleasure because she wants to look hot while doing it. Yeah. And I think when I was younger, when I would have sex a lot, I would be so 
thinking about how I was being perceived to the other person. Oh my God. Like when you think about like what your face looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And like how my body's looking and oh, if I put my leg up that way, then they're going to see my rolls and like, oh fuck, my nipples are soft again. Get me the cube. (laughs) Someone crank the AC. (laughs) No, uh, that that I never actually felt pleasure while having sex because I was so focused on that. Well, if you're focused on like what your face looks like when you're getting railed, you're not focusing on just getting railed, you know? (laughs) Which should be the real takeaway. And I think that's why like when I was younger, I was so focused on and like when I was starting to be in sexual, like have sexual partners, I was so focused on looking hot and being hot for the other person. Yeah. Where like what really makes you hot is when you're like just in your own space and you're enjoying it. Okay, so so. Okay. I agree with everything mm-hmm, you're saying. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. brilliant speaker. Your nipples are beautiful. <laughs> They're really soft right now. However, yeah. there's one thing that is gay sex male on male more specific unless you're doing it up the ass as well that there's like one part that it's like you will almost always be self-conscious of okay is like am i shitting You know, uh, like we can say all this stuff. Like, uh, I'm, it's really about feeling beautiful. It's about you know, like just being there for the experience. But sometimes I get all that. I feel that. I oh. relate to that. But sometimes I am like, I feel great. I feel hot. My nipples aren't hard. But am I shitting? <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably the one thing that will never go away. Mm. Yeah, that's that's. I wish I could relate on that. Um, Can't. I, I you yes I don't remember the last time that I've had to worry about shitting while having sex. Well, but um, I can see nice. that that, <laughs> yeah. that that would be one that you're like mm, I don't know if the other person some people but some people I don't know if the you other know person... and that is like it's obviously one of those things that uh, comes with maturity and comes yes. with like having like a good partner that yeah. like it is I don't think it's a huge issue yeah. absolutely but it is a little bit stressful sometimes I it's think like, there's a part of maturity especially when it comes to sexual maturity where you stop realizing that human beings are not blow up dolls and they're yeah. not always going to be stubble free and smell perfect and every and you know and what I mean not and not shit, shit on you <laughs> You will get shit. If you, you have sex, you know that, what's that movie? <laughs> get, you have sex, you will die, or whatever that yeah. quote is. If you have sex, you will get shit Literally, on. Literally, if you have anal, you will get shit on. Sean's quotes. But that's, I feel like, you know, the, the danger and the beauty, you Ooh. know? We love risk, a little risk. Risk and reward, you know? <laughs> it's all about a balance. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the thing. I feel like that's the only one thing that, like, I had a lot of things that I thought were, like, super important yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. Like, like obviously, you, like, as a guy, I feel like you go through your, like, whole life literally, like, worrying about your dick. Yeah. Like, I feel like until you, like, I guess that doesn't... I was gonna say until you hook up with a guy, but I was like, I guess that's not how that works for a lot of people. Until you have until you're you're with another dick, (laughs) but like until you like are sexually active, like you think it's gonna be like a huge thing, like a Mm -hmm. huge issue. But um, it's I feel yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not. But here's the other thing. Okay, I want to go back to the fact. 
for any guys out there worried about their penises when it comes to pleasing a female in particular, uh-huh. if there's any cis heterosexual men listening or bisexual men listening, I We're just men listening. want to go back to the fact that there is so many proven studies. If you listen to something for once, other than <clears throat> your other cis heterosexual buddies, yeah. That all tell you it's so like such a big deal to have a big dick. If you look at any study ever, it's always saying that women get off in ways other than penetration. Oh, like, absolutely, a thousand times more. Yeah, a th- like it, literally, like it's like m- so many women. I think it's like something crazy. Like seventy percent of women say they've never come solely off of penetration. penetration. Yeah. So same. If, <laughs> if you actually like n- like focus less about like what your buddies are saying and like comparing fucking dick sizes and thought more about the fact that like Listen, how would I actually please a woman if you thought you wouldn't even less be so about, concerned about your penis absolutely if you thought less about how big your dick was and more about where the clit was <laughs> <laughs> okay that's I a fucking feel... quote that's a fu- I'm putting that on a t-shirt think less about how big your dick is and more about, about finding where the clit, said clit, clit is yeah because yeah. I feel like that like come on let's let's uh, <laughs> let's rank the tasks like, here I don't care if your penis is one inch big or 12 inches, the clit doesn't care. Exactly. <laughs> the clit, the the clit, clit knows care. no size. <laughs> and Absolutely. Speaking from a woman who's in a relationship where two vaginas are involved, okay. there is no penis necessary. Is sometimes using a strap on fun? But yes, of course, penetration is fun. But it's not necessary to please a vagina. Oh, yeah. It's not a necessary cause. So it's just, it's funny to me coming from someone that has a relationship and has had many relationships where two vaginas are present and there is no penis present that everyone stresses so much about how big their penis is. Yeah. Focus a little bit more about everything else. I mean, these people are doing fine without it, so. Yeah. (laughs) We're coming way more. (laughs) In fact, we're coming. So. (laughs) Yeah, not even way more. Just the women in these relationships are It's incredible. It's a medical Research mystery. shows we're finishing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god! Yeah, no, it's just, like, so wild that you... Because, like, when else would you be able to rationalize these things? Like, as a child, yeah. like, you're not going to fucking talk through this no. with someone. No, no. You're like... Because be- here's the thing, and I think also everyone's so sensitive about what people... Like, when you're going through your years of puberty and, like, sexual puberty, like, all they talk about in sexual health is how not to get pregnant yeah, uh, or not get an STD or SDI. And then all your friends, you're so worried about saying something and being different because if you said to someone, wait, hold on, like, does your vagina smell sometimes too? Okay. Then, oh, they tell one. No, seriously. They tell one person. This happened to a girl in my, in my class. I was, as soon she, as you said, I was like, She is... said that to someone. Someone else said it to someone else. And next thing you know, a week later, she's a girl with a smelly vagina at school. Oh, that's so sad. And that's what I mean. Like, all these things are actually really normal. Yeah. If it's happening to your body, sure, I'm almost positive it's happening to a lot of other people's Absolutely. bodies. Right? Yeah. And it's just part of having a vagina or having a penis. And then, like all, but all these people are so worried about being pinpointed. And I remember feeling guilty because everyone was calling her like smelly vagina. And I was like, sometimes Mine after my period, my vagina yeah. smells. You walk up to her, you're like, hey, you know, um, 
Any girl who's, if you're listening, if you had a period, you probably know at some point your vagina smells a little bit around your period. Rock on. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. And like, that, but that's the thing. Like, that's just one example. But everyone doesn't want to be the one. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when it's happening to someone else, you just shut your mouth because you don't want to be embarrassed, yeah. too. I also, like, I feel like in a situation like that, Anybody that spreads that with, like, malicious intent is, like, an asshole. But I yeah. hope that one day, like, literally, like, five years later, yeah. they're like, oh, my God. It kind of smells. <laughs> and they, like, literally have a moment of, like, like I just, oh. like, fucking ratted that girl out. Now yeah. I have, like, a stinky puss. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you Karma. Know, they already knew that. You know, yeah. like, they probably already knew that. Yeah. But it's just, like, people just want to be, like... Everyone wants to pretend, especially through, like, puberty and being young, that you're, like, this perfect Barbie doll who, yeah. like, doesn't have hair and doesn't... Like, I remember before going to a school dance, like, way before I was having sex or anything, I was so concerned with my legs being perfectly smooth because I might dance with a guy and he right. might, like, brush up on my leg and my arms because I was so self-conscious of, like, having hairy arms that I literally, like, nared for an hour and then after nearing, like, I shaved over it. Oh, my God. And then I remember, like, I went out and it was kind of cold in my house and, like, some areas, like, kind of prickled up and I was like, oh my god, I Gotta need go to back. nair again. Yeah. And it was like a three-hour process. You take on the like off seven chance, layers of your skin like, off. <laughs> on the off chance that some guy would brush up on me and be like, oh, Bree's, Bree's hairy. Like, yeah. She has prickly arms. Because people are so fucking mean in high school. Totally. And it's like, it, I, the fact that I was so concentrated on hiding something that everyone everyone grows hair. Everyone gets soft nipples, Sean. Literally. Nipples Sometimes aren't nipples always are hard. Soft, okay? Sometimes it's a, a little toasty out. I remember looking up, like, how do people in porn have hard nipples? Yeah. And then seeing that there's these little things little, that like, they devices. made that are, like, they're little, like, like rubber, clamps. like, yeah. yeah. And they're, like, see-through, so they didn't show up. Yeah. So, like, you just put them over your nipple, and it, like, keeps it hard. Jesus. And I literally, like, was at the point of, like, should I order those? I, I didn't. But I, I, that, that's how much people like, fix it when you're, when you're younger. <laughs> Before you're, like, fuck, if, if, if you're not excited enough to have sex with me, like, just because I'm me, and I'm, like, giving you my presence here yeah then like is that not go. fucking enough is it, for no, you honestly though is that not enough for you yeah like i'm like i'm here i'm yeah. i'm ready to fuck is that not enough i'm my vagina smells i'm hairy and my nipples are soft are you ready to fuck me or not oh my god <laughs> uh, that would be my speech, like, when I got the World like Peace Prize. Like, I felt that when I said that, you know? I fucking felt that. I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know even uh, how to build off that. <laughs> I feel like a lot of this goes back to, like, when you're in, like, middle school or, like, high school or whatever, and you're, like... Thinking about kissing someone for the first time. Oh, yeah. And you have that nightmare of, like, do I know how to kiss? Like, is yes. it going to be weird? Yes. Do I keep my eyes open? Yes. How do I find their face if my eyes are closed? Kissing my arm? <laughs> oh, my God. Your hand? Oh, all the time. Like, trying to feel what it would feel like. Yeah, like, am I doing it right? Yeah, I'm like, do I put the tongue in now? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It no, was a lot. I, I, I think I avoided, because... Here's what here's what I think happened with kissing, right? Uh -huh. You either got in early enough before you were thinking about it. 
So, like, the people right out the gate, right? Like, grade seven, grade eight. Yeah. They're going in for the kisses and, like, whatever. I was, like, the first time I kissed someone was, like, midway through grade nine. Which, in my group, was, like, slow. Like, I was, like, one of the last friends that was going to kiss anybody. Okay. And because of that, because everyone else in my mind was so experienced, I said because, <laughs> because I can't repeat it. Like, isn't it crazy how I say that and I can't yeah, repeat it? Yeah. Oh. Um, someone what needs to make say? like a soundbite of s- all the times I said that. What did you say today? Like in the kitchen? I don't fucking know. Oh, tofu. Tofu. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Tofu. Yeah, tofu. To. <laughs> 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 Foo. You just you just focus on one part of it's like tofu. <laughs> okay, Sean, we get it. I have a speech. <laughs> I have a podcast. Yeah, I, so for I'm all the people out there who the call listeners. it tofu, you've got something to relate to. But yeah, I remember thinking in my head, which is now so crazy to think. I was like, oh, these people got so much experience on me. They've been kissing people since grade eight. It's grade nine. Like, oh, God, I'm behind. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, at this point, I might as well just not kiss anyone ever. Like, I actually remember having that in my head. No, being like, well, I just won't kiss ever. I just won't. Ever. Because I don't know how to do it. I'm going to suck. weird. I'm going to fuck it up. And clearly all (laughs) these other 14-year-olds are pros. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know. You know? They're advanced and I'm not, so I just got to tap out. It was nice knowing you guys. Me but... and my soft nipples. We'll see you later. Okay, see you on the gay road, bitches. Literally. And to this day, I still have not kissed, kissed anyone. Absolutely, no. yeah. <laughs> Julia told me. <laughs> um, she's like never seen her nipples and never kissed her. Actually, <laughs> I just have nipple covers. Like that's like Base, the, the ones with the tassels. <laughs> Every time she just thinks it's like a fetish of mine. Really, I'm just so damn. I'm insecure about my soft nipples. Love that. <laughs> just got my weeklies, like weekly underwear that they used to have, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but just nipple covers. I hate that. I'm going to make those. I feel I, like there's a market. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like... What that- is this fucking condom that you're throwing around right now? Okay, I need to take a picture of this. This is going on our Instagram if you're not already following. And I can explain podcasts on Instagram. You're going to see this. And it looks like a condom with a like a pride condom. Kind of. I'm not effective. What kind of sock is that? A thin one. <laughs> it's... Okay. I didn't think that mesh see-through socks existed but apparently they do i'm gonna level with you i bought them for pride Uh um off the forever 21 website and when they came and were sheer i was confused (laughs) (laughs) so yeah make sure to go follow us at i can explain podcast on instagram that will be launched when this episode goes up it's it's worth seeing (laughs) i think Um, we should sue forever 21 actually probably yes disturbing (laughs) they're bankrupt they have nothing to give me (laughs) um yeah so i feel like that that like um why did i want to use the word trepidation what does that even mean i don't know also you know what i uh somebody in our uh uh dms Uh told me last episode the movie that i was trying to think of uh-huh it's called small soldiers so i've never heard of that in my life well you should watch it mm, no trepidation um i want to talk about something while you look this up speaking of um people that listen we've got some actually excruciating news that we've been worried about sharing um i'm tearing up just thinking about it sorry i'm trying not to get emotional but um someone gave us four stars oh yeah 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 <clears throat> And um, 
when I say we considered shutting this whole podcast down, uh, that is an understatement. No, I was like, it's it's, it's over. It's the end. I was like, Bree, we need to we never need talk to. again. Yeah. Friendship. On the podcast, podcast, friendship in off, um, podcast um, off, mm-hmm. delete all the episodes. One of us will have to move away. Yeah, for because sure. Because listen, if you think this is four star content, <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> Laugh after. <laughs> can you believe? I think it's more offensive yeah, to me than to a one star. <laughs> I would agree completely. Because if somebody gives me a one star, completely, I am so obnoxious. And I can yeah. see that. Because I would give myself one star. And also, it's just... Okay. I, a comedian said this <laughs> at one point. If you, if you... A one star is just an asshole. A two star is an actual bad restaurant on Yelp. Right, because okay. yeah. it, it, like a one star, it's just someone who like, who was like hated the manager, like white woman, like she didn't get her fucking prawns Absolutely. the way she wanted yeah. it, and she fucking you know bitched it out, and then she was just like one star. Yeah, a two star, there's thought behind that. Exactly. You know, it's like, you know what? I went. It was really shitty. They were one like, star the is food mean, was but garbage, like, I need but to my tell waitress people. was really good. Yeah. So, like, I can't just do one star. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but like I need people to know this. Yeah. I feel the same about the four <laughs> because. It, it, Okay, wait, this this is my thing. Okay. A four star is fine mm-hmm. if it came with a review that said something. What we why you weren't giving us five. Explain yourself. <laughs> Drop your fucking location. <laughs> I would like to talk. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna talk. We're Don't. Just, absolutely. We Ignore my sock full of oranges. <laughs> <laughs> so in tuning, we rolled with your Forever 21 sheer socks full of, full of mandarins. <laughs> we just want to talk. <laughs> no, I... Disturbed is an understatement, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Four stars with no explanation. Exactly. I... Like, if they I, said... If they, gave, if they gave us four stars and said, get rid of Brie, I'd be like, absolutely. Fair. Because you were like, it would have been five. We're all thinking <laughs> If Brie was... But I just... I couldn't stir in that Brie. If she was gone, five. But she's so fucking annoying that I've got to give it four. Yeah. Write that review. You know, own it. Own it. Own it. Own it. Yeah. But instead, they just leave us four stars to haunt our dreams. To haunt so our that dreams. we just have to So that what now, is what is the missing star? So that we don't have five stars anymore overall. We have like four point nine seven. No, 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 no. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so if you're <laughs> listening, because oh, I know there's things going on in the world, but this is the biggest thing. Okay? This is the biggest issue of our time. Yeah. You need to go to iTunes and Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. I swear to God, when the four star comes in, I will fucking lose it. So five stars only, okay? And give us a review because this is just... But now we'll never get it back. We will never. No, no. We you're will... lying. You're lying to me. There's not hope. We'll... If we get like a hundred five stars and will... one four, we they're be... gonna. We'll be four point nine nine. No, Sean, you're kidding me. It's just how math works. No, that's not. It's just that's how math not. works. If you are listening, you need to go and give us a five star rating. I swear to God. <laughs> we just about? want to talk. <laughs> Did you just spill your drink? No, I didn't at all. 
That did sound really nice in the mic. Did it? Okay, so sex. Mm, yes. <laughs> so were there any other things that you, besides your very, very soft nipples, mm-hmm, yeah. were there any things that you Buttery thought... soft, if you will. <laughs> yeah. well, That sounds nice. It does. Yeah. See, now I own it. Yeah, buttery. I feel like buttery... They're great hard. Like, they're great hard. But, like, you just can't always have hard nipples. And I feel like the ratio of hard to soft is literally, like, like... Like it's a second 1090, difference. you know? Well, it's like, it's they, they're they just, they're doing their own thing. Exactly. Really <laughs> also, like, do you ever get when one's yeah, hard? Yeah, Because, <laughs> like, you're you're closer to the window on your left. <laughs> you're like, oh, they look at me from the right. <laughs> Close your right eye. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, you just can't, you can't just focus on. Also, do you ever get that thing where, like, I guess you wouldn't, or it's been a while for you, um, where you're, like, hooking up with someone new. Okay. And you, like, kind of just get lost in, like, the moment of, like, you're like, oh, my God, this is happening. Like, the, yeah. somebody wants to take their clothes off for me. You yeah, know? well, Julia <laughs> wants to so in such limited times that it, I, I feel that every right. single time. Right, I get yeah. that. When she talks to me, I'm like, wow. Oh, my God. She wants to talk to me. This is, this is incredible. Oh, my God. So, like, yeah, are there any other things that you you thought were going to be a bigger deal? Um, yeah, like honestly, like everything. I just, I feel like a, a big one, like an overlying one, is me thinking that I was not going to know how to do things or going to suck at things, and like being so stressed about that. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, I think that for a big part of my life, I was. Like we talked about before, I was so focused on how I looked and everything that I wasn't orgasming, and then I thought there was something wrong with me, and I couldn't orgasm, and then even when I got over the look thing, then I was, like, focused on needing to orgasm. So then I was, like, stressed about orgasming. That is, like, a really big thing, though. Yeah, it is. It's like you get so self-conscious that you mm-hmm. can't just be in the moment. Yeah, so it and took me a long time to get over that. And then you, like get self-conscious about not being in the moment yeah. and then it just spirals and you're not coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God, I wanted, I want to say something, but I can't because mm, it's about someone and they know who it was. But let me just say after I mean, a search, you don't have to name drop. <laughs> yeah. But like, mm. So, so I, I went through time in my life was dating someone before then I was too young that I didn't know what I was like. I wasn't even thinking about orgasm. I was like, oh my god, I touched a boob. Like, whatever. And then I went through a certain time in my life that included some heterosexual relationships. Anyways. Uh Um, And then I had sex with a girl for the first, like, time where I was, like, I would say, actually, like, through puberty and, like, comfortable with my body and, like, not just, like, excited to be there. You know, like, thinking about actually having sex and being in the moment and everything else. And I orgasmed so fast. And I was like... Oh my fucking god. Like I remember actually like tearing up because I thought for years there was like something wrong with me and I'm like I'm was fucking wrong with gay. You. You were fucking men. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if we've ever <laughs> talked about this. I guess it could technically be a full topic. Mhm. But I feel like we've never specifically talked about like virginity. Okay, yeah. I'm maybe that should be yeah. a full topic. Yeah. Maybe that's I next. read something on Twitter today. I wanna know if I, I wonder if I saved it because it was so fucking good. Speaking of virginity, we've talked about this in the past when I talked about the like did I talk about this on the podcast? I don't know. I don't think I, so. I talked about like the fact that okay, well I'll say it again just in case you uh-huh. hadn't listened to that episode yeah. or whatever. If I'm repeating myself, sorry. But how like we've talked about a bit 
I know for sure about how virginity is like a social construct and like this whole Absolutely. thing. And I was look it up. There's this TED talk talking about the high men. And when I would, oh yeah 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 you talked about yeah this. I talked about this. It's a uh, it's a scrunchie not a saran wrap not a saran wrap yeah, yeah. So that sums it up. So basically, look this up. If you've already listened to that episode, this is a repeat for you. But very quickly, your hymen is not like saran wrap that breaks. It's yeah. it's like look it up. It's like more like a scrunchie on the walls that like is almost just for closed. anyone listening. Brie is motioning this with her hands. Yeah, of course, <laughs> always. And that to me, just that lie alone, sums virginity all up to me. Like the fact that, yeah. like. Every, like, school still doesn't teach that. And that's just, like, crossed over because culturally and religiously and everything else, it overrides pure science. And to also, let like, the fact that people use the terminology, like, pop your cherry. Like, yeah. It's like they're making it seem like there's something to pop. And then it's just, like, gone afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye, oh, man. She's, she's gone. <laughs> um, I saw, okay, I didn't save it, but I saw this thing on Twitter and I misquote it, but it was basically like, um, forget virginity that's stating and then it had three points like yeah. you lose you lost your virginity like you lost something you're getting rid of something it's an object oh, to I be know, taken away from you of tweet that this yes is in, yeah. and then it was like how about sexual debut you're coming out you're ready you're consensual yeah. and it was us i was like sexual debut that's so much better so than much losing better. your virginity yeah you I had also f- she or he or they had their sexual debut. I love that. Also, it sounds iconic. It's iconic. I think, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, both of us believe that virginity is, like, a social construct. And I think, like, the pressure to lose your virginity is, like, so oh gross. God, yeah. And, like, so... It's so, like, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's, like, so, like... It, people make it seem so regular. Like, it's so normalized. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, it's so normalized to, like, talk about it. Yeah. And talk about it to your friends mm-hmm. and, like, put pressure on people to, like, lose their virginity. Yeah. That I felt it 100%. Oh, yeah. I still, to this day, am annoyed about how I lost my virginity. Because you felt because pressure. Because I... It wasn't like there was, like, a single person no. pressuring me. But I felt like I was behind yep. and I absolutely lost my virginity to somebody that like didn't respect me and yeah. like had like no interest in right. me and I just kind of mm. threw it away not yeah. like it's like something important enough to throw away yeah but I but your sexual debut was a little womp womp because you <laughs> felt like you needed to have the sexual debut oh. And you, the but, show wasn't ready yet. The show wasn't ready. You I was rushed. I was enough. rushed. Yeah. I didn't know my lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I definitely, when I think, I it's a weird thing. It's not like I think about losing my virginity no. often. But when I think about, like, the first time that mm-hmm. I had sex, it was, like, with a guy. Yeah. But it was definitely, like, somebody that I, like, I'm like, why did I do that, you know? Yeah, you just feel felt like you kind of, like... I feel like I felt like I had something to prove. Yeah. And I felt like I felt like once I had done it, like I was doing it more to like tick it off. Mm-hmm. 
rather than doing it because I actually wanted to be intimate with this person. Right. Which is, like, really frustrating. Totally. Because, like, I felt like after it, I was like, oh, thank God I've had sex now, rather than, like, oh, I'm, like, I found somebody that I trust, and, like, I yeah. like that was a good experience. Yeah. It wasn't a good experience. Right. It was, like, very one-sided, but after yeah. I was like, ooh, that's over. Like, yeah. I did, I'm did that. moving on. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like, for everyone, like, when you put the word virginity out there and make it seem like a big deal, no matter what way you lose it, unless it's, like, some perfect fairy tale, then society's put this pressure on you. Yeah. Right? Because for some people, the way they want to lose their virginity could be just fun, and they don't care about that person, and, totally. like, whatever. But then they're shamed for that. Yeah. And then there's some people that build it, up so, build it up so much because of this pressure about it that when it's not, like... A perfect fairy tale. Then you look back through the rest of your life and feel that you yeah. know, like there's this weird thing that's like embedded in us that it that's had a, to I be have, a certain way. Or yeah, like, like I have such mixed feelings about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. it wasn't with somebody that I trusted, but at the same time, like, does it even matter? I think like that thought process. Process. I fucking can't speak. Should be more like if okay, if the virginity construct wasn't there. Yeah, I feel like your mental process might be the same, but it might be a different. Um, process in that you might be thinking why did I have sex with that person yeah, at all? Exactly. Oh, Instead totally. of why was that my first? It was, you know what I mean? It was more like yeah, I feel like the big takeaway was that it wasn't a good experience. Yes. And that I don't think has to do with like if they respected me or not. Mm-hmm. It was just like I it wasn't a good experience. Yeah, exactly. Which is like frustrating. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think yeah, I think I think for queer people also there's this different level of like, I'll speak for myself, as a lesbian woman, there was this weird um, thing when I was coming out, especially being someone who presented femme, that until I've had sexual experiences I'm with not, women, I'm not no gay. one's going to believe that I'm gay. Absolutely. So also, there was like, this different level of pressure with it. But also, I put that pressure on myself as yeah. well, because I was like, well, I haven't enjoyed... Um, my like experiences like being intimate with women right. i really have to prove that i enjoy men right so it was more like i was just like like you were trying to find an answer exactly yeah i was trying to be like well <laughs> thank god but yeah yeah didn't no, get totally. there <laughs> yeah. no i hear that and i think that like for me was a big one and for a lot of years when i was first coming out to like friends that's like I would always retract back to that. Like, I felt like I had to give my resume somehow. Like, I remember when I was first coming out, I used to always, and I still catch myself saying it, like, oh, before I even hooked up with guys, I hooked up with girls. Yeah. As almost, I was like, it's like an explanation. I still talk about that. Because it's like, I go back to that space of, like, people are going to think that I, like, was straight and then got turned gay by my first girlfriend or the first girl yeah. I hooked up with, where it's like, no, well, no, my, no, that my was first boyfriend absolutely did turn me gay. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I almost feel like it's weird how it's weird how it flips because when I was younger, the idea of someone knowing that I had had any sort of intimacy with a woman would be so embarrassing and shameful. But so then I was to trying other to queer women, the thought mm-hmm. of you hooking up with men is, is like some, just uh, as shocking. Just as shocking yeah. and shameful. Yeah. So it's like you it, it flips. Like when I wasn't out, I was like, oh my God, 
hopefully no one ever finds out about me making out with that girl or hooking up with that girl or whatever. And then I had my whole heterosexual relationship and then I came out on the other side and and came out and it was like, oh God, now people are going to find out the fact that I've hooked up with guys. So it's weird how either way I feel like I have to explain or hide certain components of my sexual relationship or felt like I used to. And that's why I literally started this podcast off by saying, yes, I have been in the room with penises. Listen, we've seen a dick. Yes, because... But I think all yeah. of this, just to wrap this full circle, mm-hmm. goes back to, like, that stupid gold star thing. Yeah. Like, there shouldn't even be no. a fucking gold star. Yeah. Like, who cares? Who like, cares? who cares about your fucking history? Yeah, like, totally. Like, who you are now is, like, all that matters. Yeah. Like, don't fucking question me. Also, if you do question me, mm-hmm. don't fucking judge me. Yeah. Like, I was... I was talking to a friend of mine who went on a trip and she identifies as lesbian and she's always dated women and always had sex with women and she went traveling on a trip and while she was away she met this one guy at a bar in like fucking Portugal or something I mean and how was, do you not you know and he was really hot it's Portugal and, and, and she had sex with him and she was so confident about saying it like yes. just not giving a fuck and it in no way affected her identity or anything she was just like it was hot he, he was fun and like whatever and anyways I went on and I was like I respect that so much that you are not, like, minimizing how you identify down to a sexual encounter. Literally. She's not like, oh, I fuck this. I'm still a lesbian, though. Still yeah, a, like, like, still a lesbian. It was just Don't Portugal. Worry. Don't was worry. Just... <laughs> he didn't turn me straight. Like, yeah. I'm not now, like, bisexual because I had this one thing with a guy, right? You know? Whereas a lot of people would feel like their identity is being taken away because of the way that people police identities in yeah. the queer community. Well, that's the thing is, like, I feel like as much as... Uh, the LGBTQ community is, like, open and always is talking about, like, Mm -hmm. oh, sexuality's fluid. But then when somebody literally comes to your face and tells you that they had, like, a fluid experience that their sexuality is fluid, there's, like, judgment that follows with it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, so hypocritical. Yeah. Like, (laughs) how can you be a champion of, like, fluidity and then being like, oh, what? That's gross. I made a YouTube video um, with someone I was doing a collab and we were talking about, like, crushes. Like, Like joke, it was like all a big joke, but we were talking about like, oh, if we could have a hall pass, who would it be? Yeah. And I said Miles McKenna, and I was like, he's so hot. And then everyone was like sliding into my DMs, being like, oh, so you're not a lesbian because you think he's hot and he like have a crush on him and like blah 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 blah. He's a YouTuber, and I was like, no, I'm a lesbian, but I fucking have eyes. He's fucking hot. I've used my brain and my my eye holes a few times. (laughs) And that's that's why, like, I feel like that, those moments are like, oh, I literally, I, I find with certain sexualities, as much as it's there's, you know, there's pluses and negatives on each side. When you're bi or you're pan, people expect you to prove that you feel the same way for all genders or both sides or whatever yeah. it is. But when you're gay or you're lesbian and you say that's your identity, anything that becomes Slightly, not an absolute absolutely. is like, oh, well, then you're not gay or lesbian. Yeah. Well, because it's like... I also think this ties into, like, the hypocrisy of this community sometimes, is mm-hmm. that a lot of people constantly, how often do you hear people talking about a spectrum? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, a spectrum. spectrum. It's fluid. But then, blah, blah. 
people talk about it being a spectrum, but the same people won't allow yeah. you to be anywhere else on the spectrum no. except either end. It's like, you're either an absolute <laughs> or you're right in the fucking middle and you better prove that you've done everything with everyone. Yeah. Because if you haven't had a sexual experience with everyone, then you can't be bisexual or pansexual. Yeah. And if you've had any sort of sexual experience besides your same gender or had a crush or thought anyone was cute or anything, then you're not gay or yeah. gay or lesbian. It's like, like, don't talk about a spectrum and then think a spectrum is two points. I know. It's beyond. <laughs> I know. It's so beyond. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. Long story short, we all just need to, like, own own who we are. It's harder, harder said than done. And you know what? Sometimes your nipples are fucking soft. That is the takeaway. But they are buttery soft. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's the takeaway, yeah. you know? Yeah. And... and as I famously once said, either the lights are off or my nipples are hard. Listen, you know, these are just the facts, facts of facts. life. <laughs> With that said, make sure to follow us to see Sean's weird condom socks on at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow, follow Sean just to see his condoms in general at Sean Dallas. Right. She's really going for it. That's, I feel like that's your new theme. Condoms. Condoms. Um... <laughs> You know. Interesting. Interesting. You have the most, like, PG Instagram. That's why I can say it. It's like Sean doing cute things instead of, Literally. Like, condoms. Well, I'm just cute. <laughs> I feel like you could do cute condoms. Hmm. Combine the two. Like, you doing cute things, like walking your dog, but you just happen to have a condom. Well, yeah, I'd probably have to use them first, though, but... Um. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Brianne Williamson. You can also um, go give us five fucking stars. One, two, three, four, five. If it's not five, you're not going to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> there will be death threats <laughs> coming your way otherwise. Um, on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, please follow or subscribe. It really helps us. And the thing that helps us the most is passing on this podcast to your friends or family because word of mouth helps. Lord knows we're not going to grow otherwise. Amen. Especially with four fucking stars rolling <laughs> in on iTunes, okay? And with that said, we will see, see you around the neighborhood. <sighs> what? Why is this here? <laughs>